Thank you, Lord, <laughs> what you've done for us. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> You're so good to me. Lord, you've done it all for me. You set the captives free. You set me up in you in the highest seat with my Redeemer, Lord. You've given me a place of victory and authority. So I give myself to you because you've given all for me. This is my life in you to help others know you and be free. Father, I thank you right now that you're true. I thank you, Father, that you never change. Father, no matter what the circumstance, you place my feet on solid ground today you've given me your word you've given me your name you've given me your victory today this is my place this is how i walk this is where i stand in your name today so father we thank you father we praise you Father, we glorify your name today. Father, we love you. Father, we bless you. Father, we magnify your holy name today. Good morning to everyone. Praise the Lord. Um, Buenos dias. Anyone speak Spanish? Uh, and uh, I want to first of all thank uh, this this wonderful church, your pastors, uh, Bill. I want to thank the, this church and the pastors, uh, Pastor Bill, Pastor Frenda, Pastor Paul, uh, Pastor Chase, and all, the whole group, the whole leadership, uh, and all you all for the uh, the, the faithful support. Uh, to to the ministry, sowing into missions, into the Great Commission, uh, taking the gospel into all the world. And we thank you for that. And we, we believe God with you for a abundant return on your, your, your sowing at the same time. And uh, I want to give a quick report of what's going on in Colombia. But we have a video, I, I believe, that we want to show. Uh, it gives two or three minutes. It gives a little synopsis of what's going on in, in 2020. Praise the Lord. And that's fruit from this ministry. That's, uh, that's Harvest uh, uh, Family Church South, more or less, uh, way south. Uh, but, uh, but praise the Lord. Uh, thank you. Uh, we, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you, pastors, uh, and the whole church body. And uh, also my wife, Alba, and my son, Samuel, is here, also with us, and uh, traveling. And uh, uh, we're going tomorrow to visit our other son, uh, or really this afternoon, to tell the truth, uh, uh, over to Jackson. Uh, he's helping in a church over there. Uh, and uh, I want to preach this morning. Uh, I also want to say something about this church, uh, the spirit of this church. It, it's a wonderful uh, like a rest, a solid church. Uh, it's like a church that's just, just, just won't be moved. Praise God! Uh, uh, like the kingdom of God is a unmovable kingdom, uh, and this church expresses that really well. Uh, just, just rock solid doctrine, leadership, the body, everything you're doing, and I, I just congratulate you. Uh, really, it's as, just that's kind of the spirit uh, that I perceive here. It's just a blessing. Um, I want to preach this morning about uh, going the extra mile uh, in many ways. I want to talk about this as the Lord leads us. Um, I want to start here in Matthew five forty one. We should have some of the verses on the screen as we go here. Um, and and whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. And uh, that's the New King James. Now also. Uh, another version says, And if a soldier forces you to carry his pack for one mile, carry it for two. Uh, it's a little more uh, exact of what the Lord was saying under the culture, the Roman culture where they're living. A at that time, it was, it was the law 
Uh, you had to take the uh, the pack of a soldier, his equipment, his uh, uh, his um, his sword and his shield and his backpack and whatever. Uh, and, and for one mile, it really wasn't a mile, but they translated English to a mile. Uh, and uh, for a mile, and once you did helped him take it for a mile, you're done. You just drop it. It's over. Uh, your responsibility, your requirement, and you just move on. And he has to find someone else to do it. And but Jesus said, "Don't do that." Uh, don't don't live your life like that. Don't don't let that be your attitude. Uh, go the second mile. Uh, when you get to the one mile, the soldier will kind of expect you to be done, and you say, uh, uh, "Mr. Soldier, uh, can I take that another mile? Can I go the second mile for you?" And and uh, that soldier would probably be kind of surprised and kind of, oh, "What's going on here? Uh, he's never saw something like that before in his life, I'm, I'm sure." Uh, someone offering to go the second mile, and, and during that second mile, I'll talk about this a little later on. I'm sure they would open some doors up. Uh, uh, to preach, uh, to tell him about why he's doing this. I'm sure the soldier would ask, well, what, what, what's the deal here? Well, why are you doing this? What's your secret uh, a plan here? Well, what's going on? And uh, he would share, well, well, the Lord Jesus told me to do this. Uh, and uh, and who's the Lord Jesus? And then uh, and share about the gospel, the good news, all all that. I'm sure that it's one thing about where I'm going at the, at the the end of this here this morning is uh, the extra mile opens doors to preach the gospel, and and that's everything we're about here as a church here on earth. And uh, and that, so I'm sure he'd shared with that soldier. He'd be uh, that that seed would be sown. He uh, that he'd be blessed. He'd be changed. He'd be try. Uh, he'd be transformed by the Word of God in one sense or the other. Uh, but we need this attitude uh, ourselves of going the second mile. And I, I want to talk a little bit about second mile in our, our personal lives, second mile in uh, in the church, uh, second mile in family, uh, second mile at the job. Uh, it, it's a It's a way of life. Uh, doing this, this verse will keep us busy the rest of our lives, basically. Uh, go, going the second mile, going the second mile, that extra effort, uh, not just the normal, do more than the required, uh, and always thinking that way that, uh, what a revolution of thought. Because uh, the, the world's not thinking like that anymore. Uh, it doesn't think like that. The mile, uh, the, the attitude of the world is uh, go the half mile, basically, and just and just, just make it to the mile. And uh, that, that's it. I mean, that, that's more than enough. And uh, that, that's the attitude of of, uh, of this world. And, and we could let our light shine by just by just doing this simple principle, of going the second mile. And uh, I know we're doing it. A lot of us are doing it here. Uh, obviously, in the church. Church and, uh, but there's more we can do, more we can go. Um, well, what's the difference between a, a, a combo meal in McDonald's and a dinner dish in uh, the Cheesecake Factory or another restaurant like that? I'm not sure you have those around here, but uh, the, the preparation, the cleanness, the atmosphere, the plates, the tables, the lighting, the cooks, the waiters, and of course the price <laughs> uh, besides. Uh, uh, but uh, but there's a, there's a big difference between the two. One goes the first mile, one goes the second mile. This is not a knock on McDonald's or anything. McDonald's a blessing, all that. Uh, and uh, why has the minimum or the acceptable or barely enough become the normal in this world? Uh, why, why, even looking to do the extra today uh, is almost looked upon as abnormal or uncommon or rare, or almost weird, really, uh, and uh, going the extra mile. Uh, but we need this attitude. Uh, uh, we're constantly faced with decisions in life uh, every day to do the minimum or go the extra mile. Uh, selfishness or unselfishness. Uh, every day, the, uh, the spirit or the flesh. Uh, uh, and the, the, the attitude of, of only, go, only going the first mile enters into our relationship with the Lord at times. And we kind of get the idea, well, um, I'm saved. Uh, uh, I, I should make it to heaven. I'm going to make it to heaven. And, and that's about it. And, uh, but, but we're not thinking about, uh, about good fruit 
We're not thinking about good works, about generosity, as Pastor was sharing, uh, about pleasing the, uh, God the Father, about damaging the kingdom of darkness, uh, uh, the harvest of souls. Uh, we're not thinking that along those lines. Uh, just thinking the, the first mile, I'm saved, I'm, I'm going to make it, and that's about it. And, uh, and you, you can live your life like that, uh, uh, that's possible, but uh, it's a much better adventure, it's much more exciting, much more blessed uh, going the second mile. In every way, because uh, you were born to go the second mile. Uh, you were born with that generous, that, that giving, that unselfish new spirit. And as you let that be manifest and you walk in that, walk that out, praise God, well, it will be a blessing for you and for others. I challenge all of us to go the second mile. Uh, everyone here in all, in all areas of life uh, live life like this every day uh, and, and there's so many examples in the Bible uh, people with the second mile mentality and, uh, and I'll touch a few of them here this morning uh, and uh, uh, when Jesus uh, when, I'm sorry when David brought the ark to Jerusalem and uh, he was uh, uh, doing going six steps and doing the sacrifice of the animals and the, the and whatever and six more steps and and the Bible says he was dancing in between the sacrifices uh, by dancing and praising God and worshiping God uh, with all his might and uh, not just worshiping um, uh, just getting enough to get by or uh, putting in his. Uh, or whatever, uh, but he was worshiping everything he had. Uh, he didn't uh, hold anything back, and uh, just going the second mile in worship, uh, worshiping God, uh, all our heart, soul, mind, and body, uh, worshiping the Lord. Uh, yeah, uh, in the in the song service, in the praise and worship here in church, at home, uh, living life out, worshiping, uh, uh, giving our bodies uh, uh, that, that sacrifice uh, under the will of God. Uh, that, that needs to be a second mile mentality all the time, uh, and that. Not enough to get by, just uh, uh, but uh, uh, like David, all our might, everything we got. The woman that broke the uh, the alabaster jar of perfume uh, over Jesus, preparing him for his death and the burial and resurrection, uh, and uh, she she gave him uh, her best. She gave him the second mile uh, that was worth a year's wages, and there's a whole story about about that. And uh, and uh, she could have just uh, give him a few, well, a few squirts, you know, like there you're all set, Jesus, and we're done. And uh, uh, but she she poured it oh, the whole thing out. Uh, she poured, she gave it. Uh, that, that's a second mile mentality. No, she didn't have to do that. Uh, she didn't have to go that to that extreme. Uh, and uh, other disciples didn't even like that. The, they said she shouldn't be doing that. Or well, they were kind of jealous or weren't in agreement, uh, mainly Judas and others. Uh, and how about uh, that, that's a second mile mentality. Uh, Jesus, uh, our Lord, he went the second mile for us. Uh, and uh, uh, he went to the cross. He paid for our sins. And not just that. He went the second mile mentality. Uh, he descended into Hades, the Bible says, and paid the penalty uh, of our sins at the same time. Uh, that, that's the second mile. And he gave it all for us. Uh, he gave his uh, spirit, soul, and body uh, for our, our redemption, praise God. Uh, he's gone the second mile ahead of us. And we just need to go, uh, so he hasn't done anything that he, he hasn't done anything that he hasn't required, uh, that he, he does, he hasn't done anything that he uh, doesn't, uh, that he has already done that requires of us. So he wants us to just do the same, uh, just follow his example, uh, giving it all, uh, and uh, holding nothing back. Uh, uh, this life is short, my friends. Uh, uh, don't live life like you're, uh, like you're uh, a cat and you have nine lives. You know, well, this one does, I mean, the next life I'll do, I'll do better or whatever. No, uh, we have one at this, uh, one, one opportunity. Uh, and we need to make the best of it. Praise God. Uh, give it all. Young people here, uh, anyone, everyone here, uh, uh, let's go for it. Uh, Jesus is coming back soon. Uh, there's not much time left on the prophetic time clock of the Lord. Uh, the, 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 the coming of the Lord draweth nigh, praise God. And we need to uh, get this done, praise God. Uh, uh, get the Great Commission. Uh, uh, bring the harvest in. Uh, the time of the Gentiles is, is being fulfilled. 
There's not much uh, time left. Uh, and we need, uh, the Bible says, the day cometh, uh, the night cometh when no man can work. When there's, uh, there's no, more, no more time. Uh, one day, well, there, there's no more opportunities. Uh, don't live life like, you know, I got a lot of opportunities. I can, uh, uh, I'll do it later on. Uh, let me live my life for now. Later on, uh, I know it's right, but uh, I'll save it for later. No, no don't, don't save anything for later. Uh, give it all today. Uh, that, uh, that's the second mile mentality. And uh, Jesus did it for us. Uh, at least we could do uh, it for him. And, and as pastor was sharing that he's a generous God. Uh, the Bible says that in 1 Corinthians 2.9, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear hath heard, neither hath entered in the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. What a extra mile mentality. Uh, that he has for us, praise God, and and we just need to live that out uh, for him uh, at the same time, praise God. Uh, he doesn't want us just to uh, have a, um, a, a a long marriage. Sometimes people think, well, uh, we've been married for twenty years, or thirty years, or forty years, or fifty years, and uh, and they, they say that, and I think they. They want a medal, no? They want a, they want a, a trophy. Oh, you've been married that long. Praise God. And, uh, and that's good. That's better than the, the alternatives, whatever. Uh, but that's not the, that, that's not the, the goal. The goal is a long, happy, prosperous, healthy marriage. Uh, where you like being with each other, uh, there's fruit, there's laughter, there's, there's, there's fellowship, praise God, uh, the love of God manifesting, love uh, uh, between the, the couple that is still there. Uh, that, that, that's a second mile marriage. Not just a, a marriage, well, we, we've been together for 50 years, uh, and whatever. Uh, there's something better than that, praise God. Uh, and uh, the, that's the uh, second mile mentality at your job. At the same time, the second uh, giving it all, uh, arriving early. Uh, and uh, uh, staying late if it's necessary, uh, working hard during the day, uh, stay uh, focused in, uh, uh, not on your phone all day long or whatever, or, uh, not uh, uh, talking with uh, uh, fellow workers and just sharing uh, at the water fountain, whatever, all the latest gossip of the uh, of the company. And uh, uh, you don't have anything to do with that. Uh, uh, you're working hard uh, eight hours a day or however long it is. Uh, in Colombia, it's a 48-hour work week. You guys are blessed with a 40-hour work week, uh, whatever. So, uh, and uh, so, just going all, all the time, uh, you know, working hard, and, and there's more to do. Uh, when you're done, you stay an extra half hour or an extra 45 minutes, extra hour. Uh, that's going the second mile. And that should uh, be our attitude at work at the same time. And the second mild mentality, as we're obedient to that, uh, that, that faithfulness opens doors of blessing in your life. Uh, supernaturally. Uh, the favor of God is manifest. I know the Lord has given favor like a, a shield around us, praise God. But that, that becomes manifest when we are obedient to do our part, which is go the second mile. Uh, promotions, blessings. Uh, uh, you're, uh, you'll catch the eye of your uh, of your boss, or uh, when you have a second uh, second mile mentality. Uh, Nehemiah, try to get this in English. Uh, Nehemiah, Nehemiah. Uh, he was a um, uh, second mile mentality guy. Uh, he's a cupbearer of the king. And the way, well, way we know that, that he was a really good worker, is that uh, uh, he would ch- you know, check the, the drink or whatever of the king to see if it was poisonous or it was good or whatever. And uh, not the greatest job, whatever. But, uh, and, uh, and he, but he was, did it with a good attitude. He did it with a smile. Uh, he was always happy. To, but the reason was, one day Nehemiah is presented before the king and his countenance was sad. And the king noticed. He goes, Nehemiah's not happy to be here this morning. <laughs> what happened? It's like a, a shock to him. Uh, so what a great attitude Nehemiah had. Serving, second mile mentality. Uh, serving the, the king. Uh, we serve the Lord Jesus, the king of heaven. Praise God. Uh, and just uh, uh, happy to do it. We serve the Lord with joy, with happiness. Praise God. Uh, and uh, we should always be there uh, with a good attitude, a good smile. Uh, uh, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, and serving God uh, uh, through that, uh, uh, giving 
drinking uh, drink to this uh, thirsty world, praise God. Uh, and, uh, but, but that has to be the second mile mentality. And because he had that attitude, uh, the doors open for him. Uh, to go and do a, a second level of the will of God for his life and uh, to rebuild the walls and the whole story. But that, that became possible because he had a good attitude. And a second mile attitude, mentality for all serving God here in church, uh, ushers, children's workers, praise and worship, whatever, uh, uh, serving the Lord with a smile, with a, a joy in our hearts. Uh, uh, that's the way we serve God, praise God. And, uh, and serve his people at the same time. And that was uh, uh, Nehemiah's attitude. Uh, the man who does more than he is paid for will soon be paid for more than he does. Uh, that was Napoleon Hill said that. Uh, and uh, uh, would you, uh, I like that. Uh, and, uh, the man who does more than he is paid for will soon be paid for more than he does. Uh, and uh, this is from St. Jerome. Uh, it says, good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. Praise God. Good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. That will keep you busy right there. Uh, uh, That's definitely a second mile mentality in his own words, whatever. Uh, And we can begin today. uh, How do you feel when someone's extra generous with you? Someone goes a second mile for you in something. That blesses you, doesn't it? That just makes you happy. That makes you, oh, praise God. Uh, uh, God is good. Uh, and, uh, so, so we need to do that with others at the same time. Uh, and uh, uh, so, someone is, is, gives you unexpected compliment out of the blue or whatever. And, uh, and that blesses you. That's a second mile mentality. Or a warm hug or greeting or... Or virtual greeting today, whatever. Uh, and uh, uh, that's, uh, that will bless you, that second mile mentality. Or a big Holy Ghost smile. Uh, glad to see you. It comes from the heart. The, the, the light of God shines on your face. Praise God. Uh, the, the, that's a blessing, right? That's a second mile mentality. Uh, for, for, uh, that's a second mile blessing. Uh, uh, you want to be promoted in your job? You want to be promoted in the kingdom of God? In any, uh, blessed uh, or whatever? Uh, let's have the second mile uh, mentality of what we're doing. Uh, someone uh, preached this, yeah, I heard years ago, about survival, success, and significance. Survival, success, significance. We need to get past survival to success, but we need to get past success to significance, uh, to fruit, uh, to blessing others uh, at the same time. That's what the, uh, the, this great uh, this, this, this attitude will do for us. And there's an example I want to use here uh, from the Word. Um, and this is really one where I wanted to get, go to this morning about uh, Abraham and Isaac and Rebecca and Eli, Eliezer. And uh, uh, you know the story. I just, I'll just paraphrase it and go quick as it's, it's a lot of reading. Um, that um, Sarah had died, and and uh, Isaac was kind of uh, bent out of shape, sad. I guess he, he was mommy's boy, uh, so he was really took it hard, really took it tough. Uh, Mom went on, and so uh, and, and he was couldn't really break out of that. And so Abraham figures, well, I'll give him. A, uh, uh, he needs a wife, and uh, and that, that should break him out of that. And, and, and so he calls his servant, which is Eleazar which we know that from other portions of the Bible. It doesn't say so in this story, uh, but we know it's him. Uh, and uh, uh, and he's a, a faithful servant in all his house. He was uh, the steward over all his goods, a real faithful guy, a real second-mile mentality guy. Uh, Eliezer, his best employee, say it that way. And he called him and he made him a, a take a vow that he would go into his own land uh, to find a wife for him, and he had put his hand under his thigh, and he, he vowed that to him. And, and so Eliezer uh, went that way. He got ten camels uh, filled with goods, uh, packed full of goods uh, uh, from Abraham's storehouse, whatever. And he went across the desert there, uh, going east, uh, uh, going like 400 or it's like 
Let me get this right. 700 kilometers, which is like 400 miles, uh, more or less, uh, crossing the desert. Uh, and they finally get to Nahor, uh, Nahor, I think it's in English. Uh, and uh, they get there, and uh, obviously the uh, long, hard uh, uh, trip across the desert, thirsty, uh, dry, and uh, and the, those 10 camels are really thirsty. And the camels, when they got there, they, they kneeled down even. And that shows that they're extra thirsty. And so he, he sees the well over there. And he makes a prayer to the Lord. He says, Lord, uh, prosper my journey. And let the first lady that uh, comes out is in the uh, late afternoon uh, to draw uh, water from the well. The first lady comes uh, uh, that uh, that offers to me to drink and offers water for the, the camels. Uh, she's the one. Uh, she's the one that uh, wins the the, the 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 championship here for the wife of uh, Isaac, uh, and uh, and so he uh, prays that prayer, and when he opens his eyes up, he sees Rebecca. Uh, the uh, and uh, just a, a little side thought here. Uh, I know we we believe God and uh, we stand in faith, praise God, but but sometimes the Lord answers uh, prayers real quick. Uh, and uh, so sometimes it isn't a, a long uh, patience uh, uh, ordeal, uh, which is, is normally is like that, I realize. Uh, but sometimes uh, he, he moves quick as circumstances, and there's the answer, and uh, just need to receive it, praise God. Uh, sometimes it just kind of surprises us because it's so quick. It, you know, that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be God so so quick. Uh, whatever. Is, uh, uh, but that's just a side thought. And uh, uh, So uh, there, there she is. And uh, the Bible says that he ran towards her. So he runs towards her, kind of nervous uh, when he saw him running uh, at her. So he, he's, she's running up there. Uh, so he runs towards her, and uh, uh, she's kind of probably, what's this guy running at me for? And, uh, uh, it, she, it was, uh, and he gets there, and she's kind of shocked a little bit. He goes, she goes, um, you want something to drink? <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, uh, sure, uh, I'm thirsty. And, uh, and he goes, let me get some water for your camels. Let me water your camels too. And, and then he kind of smiles inside or whatever. Goes, this is it. That's exactly what I prayed. And she said yes. And uh, and uh, so uh, she, uh, uh, talk about Rebecca now, she's a second miler. Uh, and the Bible says, uh, oh, now first of all, let's talk about watering camels real quick. Uh, Ten thirsty camels. Uh, average camel will uh, drink 20 to 30 gallons of water, uh, more or less. And so let's say 25, uh, 10 camels, 250 gallons of water uh, she has to get now. And uh, the water, she has her clay pot, uh, what was on her shoulder, what she used to take back to her home. And you know, she's got other things to do. You know, she got things going on at home, I'm sure. You got to get supper ready or whatever. And, uh, and now she has to water 10 camels, which could take a while, take an hour or two at least. Uh, she has to bring like uh, 250 gallons of water. And a gallon of water weighs, I forgot what it was, like uh, 10 pounds or something like that. or uh, No, no, not 8 pounds or something. Uh, and, and, and so uh, she has, she has uh, she, the Bible says she runs to the well and she gets, fills it up. And, and as she runs back to the trough where the camels are, pours it in there. She runs back and she uh, runs back. And she could have walked it out. You know, running in the desert in the hot, uh, it's tough. Uh, uh, but she was uh, uh, giving it all, her all. And uh, this is going to open up doors for her and, uh, supernaturally. And, and Eleazar, Bible says, he's just watching. See, the Lord prospered his his uh, journey. Uh, and uh, he's just uh, watching. He didn't offer to help. Or anything. Uh, he's a man. He's thinking, so he can't think and work at the same time. So, uh, and, uh, and so he's just watching. There's she going. And he's just going, this is great. Maybe she made 80 to 90 trips here, I'm guessing. 
Uh, she couldn't carry too many uh, pounds of water every time. Uh, and just uh, an hour, two hours, uh, there she go, and then she keeps running. And boy, he's probably thinking, boy, she's in good shape. <laughs> uh, they're going back and forth, back and forth. And uh, finally it gets done, and, and where are you from, and whatever. And she says, she's a, a relative, whatever, uh, Abraham's family, and uh, that was exactly what he was looking for. And, and so he gives her some bracelets and uh, uh, some earrings also, I think the Bible says. And so she was uh, blessed, and uh, and they go back to the house, and, and she comes with them right away. And they go back to the uh, to the land of uh, Abraham, uh, and they get there. And this is something interesting. And they're uh, she's on the camel, and she sees uh, Isaac in the field. Uh, working, and she asks, who, who is that guy out there? I go, well, that, that's, uh, this is interesting. Eliezer says, that's my Lord. That's my boss, uh, Isaac. But what's interesting, uh, in truth, Isaac wasn't his boss. Abraham was his boss. But uh, this is uh, something about second milers. They realize that they're serving the whole family. They're not just serving the, the head. Like in a church, this is applicable to this church, same time. It's not just that you're serving the, uh, Bill, Pastor Bill, but you're serving his wife, Fredna, his son, Paul, uh, the whole family. Uh, is a sir, is a, the whole pastoral family, uh, the serving, uh, you're serving them. And he had that, he understood that. Uh, sometimes people don't understand that because they don't have the second mile mentality. Uh, and so uh, he goes on, that's my, that's my boss, Isaac. And uh, Isaac came up and she put her veil on and, and they uh, lived happily ever after almost. <laughs> There's a few problems, but they did, they did well. Uh, praise God. And uh, Isaac was blessed. He forgot all about his mom or whatever uh, passing on. Uh, so, uh, But I want to take some, uh, uh, some thoughts from that story here. Uh, this morning real quick and talk about that, about uh, the second mile mentality. Uh, and um, first thing I want to say here uh, is about the faithfulness of her, uh, the faithfulness of uh, Rebecca and the servant uh, and the loyalty of the servant towards the family, uh, the will of God where he was planted. Uh, and uh, he was a, a loyal man. Uh, and uh, uh, he was he could have took these ten camels. That's just one thought I had. He could have took the ten camels, and, and he could have uh, gone to Iraq or gone to Iran and just uh, just disappeared. And he would be good for the rest of his life. No, it's, it's good. Uh, these are filled with gold and silver and precious uh, goods and whatever. Uh, and but uh, but, he did, uh, but Abraham knew he wouldn't do that. He's a, he's a faithful, loyal man. And uh, it's one thing about loyalty, uh, loyalty to uh, to a vision, loyalty in family, loyalty in, uh, uh, to the job or whatever. Uh, loyalty is one thing that's black and white. You, you can't you can't fake loyalty. You either got it or you don't. <laughs> it's really you don't really grow grow in loyalty or whatever. You're either loyal loyal or not. Uh, and uh, and that's a. Uh, uh, this uh, quote here uh, about there when, when you're you can't uh, you're either completely loyal or you're not loyal at all and that's that's true uh, in one, one sense and this Eliezer was perfectly uh, he was loyal uh, to the vision uh, uh, to the family uh, to the ble- where he was planted in his service in the in the vineyard of the Lord uh, and he went out and he did a good job or even uh, j- jumping ahead here a bit Rebecca was really blessed uh, she became a, a princess in the royal family uh, praise God, she was blessed. Uh, she had uh, blessed in every way you could think. Uh, uh, she had twins later on, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, just blessed uh, in family, blessed in, uh, in in finances, blessed in goods, uh, uh, blessed in life, uh, uh, in the ro- royal lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Praise God. Uh, what a blessing. All because she was running back and forth watering those camels. And uh, just she was uh, uh, willing to do that. A little thing you think of, watering camels, uh, I got better things to do in my life. Uh, the Lord has bigger things for me. And, uh, no, uh, be faithful in the little, Jesus says. Be faithful in the little things uh, and it will put you over much. 
And that's uh, obviously that opened it up for him. Uh, opened up this blessing, this opportunity, uh, service uh, to, to people, the extra mile mentality. Uh, and we need to think uh, uh, the extra. We need to live the extra. We need to speak the extra. We need to do the extra. We need to give the extra. We need to love the extra. Not just the ordinary and the normal, but let's go more than enough. Uh, God is a God of the extra, of the extravagant, and He wants us to be like that too. Uh, just, just look at heaven and all the extravagance and the extra, uh, the, and the universe and the galaxies and, and the planets and the stars. Uh, all that was, that was extra, and, uh, and that's the way He wants us to live. Generous, open heart. Uh, generous spirit, open, uh, uh, open compliments and love to others, no uh, inhibitions, uh, not afraid uh, uh, by giving of ourselves to others. Uh, praise God. That, that, that's the way to live. Uh, the second mile mentality. Oh, now, Rebecca was faithful uh, to get the water. Uh, she got there early. It seems to me, by reading the story, I'm not 100% sure about this, but uh, that uh, she was the first one there to the well that day, it looks like. Because when he opened it, he looked, he got done with his prayer, she was there. He didn't see anyone else. I'm not sure if the Holy Ghost just put his eyes on her, or, or she was the first one there. Or, uh, but it looks like she, she was first in line, at least. Uh, so that, that means she was uh, uh, just living her life like that. She got there before the rest. Uh, they said, everyone gets there at 4, at 4 p.m. I'm going to go at 3.45 or whatever. That was her kind of her, her idea. I'll get there early. I'll, get, uh, I, I, I'll be the first one. And, uh, and that, that's that mentality. And she, she was blessed for that. Uh, faithful in the little. Uh, and uh, she's honoring God with her life as that way. She was a faithful uh, person, Rebecca. Uh, and uh, uh, I have the the one photo here about the old faithful. Uh, I think you guys have it there. Uh, and uh, uh, and this is the the geyser uh, in the park there in um, Yellowstone, I believe it is in California. I could be wrong about that, but uh, it, it erupts every thirty minutes. Uh, this this geyser every day, every year. That's not it, but uh, every decade. Uh, but, but I think you know what it is. Uh, uh, and uh, they, they can depend on us. I'm not sure. My, I might have given you a different version. Don't worry about it, uh, Pastor Chase. Uh, and, uh, uh, they can depend. Uh, that, if a geyser can do that, uh, every half hour, every day, every week, every year, there it is, going off, doing his job, uh, faithful, right on time. Uh, we need to be like that. Uh, be like old faithful, in the same sense. Uh, uh, that people can call us old faithful, or maybe not old, but faithful, whatever. Uh, and, uh, uh, today, uh, a person keeps the same job for five years on an average, stays in the same marriage for an average of eight years, has the same car for an average of seven years, the same friend uh, an average of seven years, the average pastor stays with the same church for an average of five years, how long have you guys been past? 28 years? 27, 28? Yeah. And uh, uh, that's a blessing. Super faithful. Uh, uh, they've been faithful to you guys. They've been faithful to the church. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, obviously, we need to give that back. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the average assistant pastor stays with the same church for an average of five, uh, three years. A youth pastor stays an average in churches. This is uh, statistics from the states here for an average of two years, uh, and an uh, average praise and worship leader for an average of eighteen months. Uh, and uh, so, if you're any over those averages, you're doing really well. <laughs> so, uh, I just uh, somebody don't realize there's a lot of turnover in these things. A lot uh, for many reasons, I realize. But but uh, sometimes this faithfulness isn't there, or loyalty isn't there, or whatever. Uh, and uh, uh, but we need to go the second mile: faithfulness to loyalty. Uh, and uh, uh, faithfulness does the minimum; loyalty does the maximum. Faithfulness uh, is more mechanical. It's kind of just getting it done, the faithful. Uh, uh, loyalty comes from the heart. 
It's called, I, I want to do this. This is my joy. This is my passion. This is the right thing to do. Uh, and uh, uh, faithfulness does the required. I get it done, at least. Uh, loyalty does more than the required. Faithfulness, the first mile mentality, you can say it that way, uh, notices problems. Loyalty helps fix the problems. Uh, the first mile mentality comes on time. Uh, lo- loyalty, second mile mentality, comes early and stays late uh, in work, church, whatever. Uh, and uh, first mile ment- mentality does what he can. Uh, a, uh, the second mile mentality does what is necessary, which is different. Uh, first mile mentality does the expected. Second mile mentality does more than the expected. The first mile mentality ignores weaknesses. The second mile mentality uh, covers and strengthens weaknesses. The first mile mentality, faithfulness, believes in the vision. That's okay. That sounds good. I'm in agreement. Uh, the second mile mentality, loyalty, promotes the vision with others. The first mile mentality has many visions, many uh, uh, dreams and visions and whatever. Uh, a loyal person has one vision, is focused in and uh, doing one thing well. In church, work, uh, family, whatever. Uh, and uh, the first mile mentality uh, pays his tithes, a faithful man. Uh, but a loyal man pays tithes, gives offerings. The first mile mentality notices what needs to be done. The second mile mentality does it. The first mile mentality moves with the multitudes. The second mile mentality moves with the pastor. There's a difference there. Uh, it, uh, it does what's right, does what, the vision, uh, uh, the pastor where he's leading, the pastor has the vision, the pastor leads the flock, the pastor hears from God for the local church, praise God, and it follows him, doesn't follow the multitudes, they get in trouble doing that, and there's a lot of examples in the Bible about that. Uh, and, uh, the first mile mentality needs to be motivated, the second mile mentality motivates others. The first mile mentality, uh, loyal faithfulness, uh, believes in churches, believes in pastors. Uh, they're, they're okay. Uh, they're, I like pastors. I like churches. Uh, a second mile mentality has one church, has one pastor. And flowing with that, uh, you give a lot more fruit that way, by the way. Uh, the second mile mentality uh, makes, the, uh, makes the church shine. Makes a, uh, you, you shine in life. Uh, the light of God will be le- released in your life. Uh, but hooked up, praise God. The small things are important with God. Uh, the little things. Uh, remember how Ruth, uh, she had a second mile mentality, uh, gleaning the, the harvest fields in Boaz's uh, his farm there, or, uh, whatever. And, uh, and uh, she worked so hard, she didn't stop for breaks. She didn't even want to eat lunch. <laughs> and, uh, just working straight through. And, uh, and that caught Boaz's eye. Uh, through talking with his, uh, his, uh, his servants or whatever, he found out. And that opened the doors up for Ruth in many ways. And uh, uh, she got married to Boaz and she got blessed and, uh, in the genealogy of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Uh, super blessed in every way. Uh, simply because she's, she's a hard worker. And that opened the doors. That uh, released the favor of God uh, in her life. Going 110%. In life, uh, 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 an usher here in church, greeting the people with a smile like they did this morning. Uh, great ushers here in this church, praise God. Uh, that, that's a second mile mentality. Uh, then that's, that's what opens doors in every way for them. Uh, David, we like the story of David and Goliath killed the giant, the whole deal. And uh, we all preach about that, First Samuel 17. And, woo, and, and uh, it's great preaching. And, uh, but we, sometimes we forget how we got there. Uh, the, the, the David and Goliath would not be possible if David wasn't a good harp player. And uh, if you go back, uh, Saul was looking for someone to play the harp. Uh, for some, he had some problems or whatever. And, uh, and, uh, and the servant said, well, he asked, Who's, who plays the harp really well? Who's our best harp player here in the, in the kingdom or whatever? And then the, all the servants said, oh, that's David. He's the best. Uh, and uh, my, my question is, how did he get to be the best harp player? 
uh, just by accident. Or, uh, he was obviously he had grace and talent from the Lord to do it, but, but he was practicing. He was working at it. Uh, he was, uh, I don't know how many hours a day in the fields at, at night in Judea uh, with the sheep uh, practicing uh, uh, his instrument, doing a good job. And he became a real expert with it. Uh, and it, it opened doors up for him. Just that second mile mentality by working extra, practicing, doing a good job, uh, practicing when others were watching television and uh, practicing when others were, were playing around, doing whatever. And, uh, uh, and he got blessed, praise God. Second mile mentality will open up those doors. Oh, then he got uh, the, the door open for David and Goliath, etc., etc., uh, whatever. And um, the, the King David and uh, the, whole, the whole nine yards, the whole, whole deal. Uh, but that just came from just being, doing the little things. Uh, and what else about her? Rebecca, uh, about her, of uh, this story, uh, going back to her, uh, that he, she places people before pro- protocol, agendas, calendars, schedules, convenience. Uh, she, she was ready to help. And uh, she had other things to do. You know, I'm sure like, the way she is, uh, she had things cooking in the house. She was things going to, uh, the, uh, back at the house. Uh, and she uh, didn't have time to, uh, to, to water ten camels here. Uh, but she broke that, her, her, her chain of, uh, of routine, whatever, to help others. Like the good Samaritan, kind of the same idea uh, in life. And she, she just uh, was ready to do that. Second mile mentality. Uh, sometimes you have to be flexible too. Uh, and things that just, uh, to, uh, sometimes we get so caught up in our routines and our programs we got going and our, and our different commitments and whatever. Uh, we got to be kind of a little flexible to be able to help people, no? Sometimes some things will take a few hours or take a, a few days or a big commitment in different ways. And, and just be ready to, to do that uh, as she was. And that's a, a key to being a second miler in the kingdom of God. Uh, and uh, uh, she was uh, uh, carrying the water uh, and uh, uh, on, her, on her shoulder. Uh, and uh, she was running uh, back and forth, remember. Uh, and that opened the, that, that running uh, to get water for camels opened the door uh, for her to be a princess uh, in the kingdom of God. And that's uh, true for all of us here at the same time. Uh, this servant is never named in this story, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, it doesn't say his name. Uh, it seems like he wasn't worried about his identity. His, his identity wasn't caught up in his service. His identity was caught up in his master. And who he was with him. And uh, uh, caught up in Jesus. In in the Lord. uh, One with him. uh, His identity uh, as a son of God. uh, A daughter of God. And and so he wasn't really too worried about what people thought. Or his title and service. And what you're going to call me. The the captain of this. Or the head of this. Or or whatever. It really wasn't such a big deal. Uh, he's not worried about that. And the Bible says there in, in Luke that, uh, that after we've done all we can in serving the Lord, uh, we're still unprofitable servants. In service uh, uh, is not where we get our identity. And, uh, and when you live life, you know that. And so you're not too worried uh, that, that, that sense that that's not where your worth comes from, your value comes from. It comes from who you are in the new birth and what Jesus has done for us and his, his grace and the work of the cross and the righteousness of God and all that. And that, that, that when we're in, solid in that, we're ready to serve. We're ready to go uh, 100% because my service doesn't determine my value. Uh, my service determines the val- help others to be saved, to know the Lord, to be blessed, uh, uh, but, but isn't for me. And that's a, a real good attitude. And another thing about her, uh, faithfulness, well, I'll say this, faithfulness does not begin tomorrow, but needs to begin today, this Sunday. Uh, we need to strive to be faithful, not famous. To seek his kingdom, not our kingdom. We need to strive to be seen of God, not seen of men. We need to seek godliness, not popularity. We need to be covered by the shadow of the Almighty, not to be discovered. We need to seek fruit, not fame. And that's the attitude uh, of the second mile. 
Another thing here about this story, uh, our service uh, in the kingdom of God uh, is to take the water of salvation to thirsty camels of Montgomery. And there's a lot of thirsty camels around here. Uh, out there that need the water of salvation, the water of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, uh, the presence of God, uh, the gifts of the Spirit, uh, uh, the, the, the power of God in their lives. And it's our job to take this water to them. And we need to be running uh, towards them. Uh, with the gospel, uh, as a church, as a, a ministry of reconciliation individually, each one of us, uh, in your job, family, friends, uh, neighbors, uh, uh, whatever, taking out the gospel. Uh, I hope you have that mentality. Uh, take the, the water of salvation to the, those thirsty camels. And uh, one suggestion here, find the thirsty ones. Just don't take it to anyone. Uh, and sometimes we, we kind of spin our wheels, waste some time, trying to take the water of salvation to people that aren't interested. If they're not interested, well, that, that's their deal. Uh, find, find a thirsty one. You find a thirsty one, you have a lot more fruit. <laughs> and, uh, and the Lord will lead you that way, you know, and He'll show you who and who not and whatever, uh, in that, that area. Uh, the Bible says in Mark 9 41, and whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, taking a cup of water of, of the good news, of the gospel to others. What does uh, Proverbs twenty five twenty five say? As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. Uh, helping to fulfill the great commission, uh, which is uh, the heartbeat of God, I believe, the gospel. Uh, and uh, uh, taking out that cold water uh, to those thirsty camels. Uh, and uh, the, the impact uh, of walking the second mile head on that soldier. Uh, remember what Jesus said. Uh, I'm sure uh, he would open his heart up uh, to hear the gospel. Uh, just seeing that second mile, that difference, that different way of life, that light shining forth, the, uh, the good works showing forth, uh, which is the light of, uh, of the gospel, fruit of the gospel. And they'd ask, so why are you like this? Well, why are you different? What's the deal? Uh, what's going on? And, and you share about the Lord Jesus, the gospel, sow some seed there or, or harvest as the Lord leads, uh, uh, whatever, uh, uh, bring them into the gospel. Uh, but that's, uh, that's what the second mile mentality does. And there's a, I don't have time to get into this, but I just want to go real quick here about Luke 15. For me, Luke 15 is like, it's like the best chapter in the Bible. It's, like, it's, 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 uh, it's all about soul winning. It's all about taking the gospel. Uh, and Jesus gave three examples there about the, uh, the, 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 the lost sheep, get this in English, the, the lost coin, and the prodigal son. And the first thing, the, the shepherd goes out looking for the lost uh, the Word of God, the uh, Jesus, the Word made flesh, uh, sent into the world. We send out the Word. We send out the good uh, pastor, uh, the, the, uh, Jesus, uh, uh, the good news. Uh, we send that out. And then the, the, the lady and the lamp, the, uh, the lost coin, uh, go looking for him. Same time. That's the church, the lady. Uh, we take the gospel. Uh, we're in the light of the, of the Holy Ghost, shining upon their hearts, uh, showing their lost condition, uh, showing their need, uh, uh, giving them understanding. Uh, those uh, shackles uh, uh, of blindness come off, uh, and that's sent out to them. And then, the, then they're, they're ready. Uh, the word sent. The church has done their job. Uh, the Holy Ghost is working. The rain is falling. Uh, the presence of God is convicting, is showing. And then the third one there is the is the the I'm trying to think of this English of uh, the prodigal son. I'm sorry, uh, the prodigal son, uh, and the father just waits, waiting for him to come home. Once the word is sent. The Holy Ghost is working. The light is shining. The church is doing their job, taking that out to them. Uh, the lady with the lost coin, uh, and just waiting for them to come back in. And the Holy Ghost draws them in, uh, draws them into salvation. So do your job. 
Uh, take the, uh, the water to thirsty camel, the word sent, the Holy Ghost working, the church doing their job, and the Father will wait, and, and they'll come home, praise God. They'll come back into the kingdom, they'll come into the kingdom, come into the light uh, of the glorious gospel, praise God, uh, and uh, know the, the, the joy of salvation. Uh, what does Isaiah 52, 7 say? How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publishes peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publishes salvation, that, that saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. And taking out the good news. Uh, one other thing here about this story. Uh, God used those very same camels uh, to bless Rebekah. Uh, for her service. Now she's running back and forth, watering those camels, and she doesn't realize those camels are loaded to the hilt uh, with blessings for her. And, she, and she's going back and forth, running and uh, serving. Uh, she's not serving to get the goods. She's serving, uh, just uh, second mom mentality. That's her way of life. That's the way she lives. Uh, uh, but the Lord will make sure that she's going to get blessed. In every sense. And the Lord's got some camels for you. Loaded up. Praise God. Uh, uh, in this life. In many. Every way. Every area in life. Uh, they're all. Uh, but just. Once you start serving. The Lord releases those to you. Praise God. Uh, the blessings of God will be released. Uh, Hebrews 6.10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Which you have showed towards his name. In that you have ministered to the saints. And you do minister. And uh, he's not unright, he's righteous, praise God. He'll remember your work and labor of love. Uh, you'll be blessed. Uh, Proverbs 28.10 here. A faithful man shall abound, abound with blessings. And he, and he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. So you'll, you'll abound with blessings. And as uh, Matthew 21 and 2 says, for the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers unto his vineyard. And he, he paid each laborer uh, the boss father. He was the boss, but he was their father at the same time. That's one of the great things about working in the kingdom of God, because uh, your boss is your dad. Uh, so how many know that if, you, if your dad is the boss, uh, you're in line for some blessings. <laughs> uh, you do a good job, uh, whatever, you're faithful. Uh, uh, he'll make sure that you get blessed, praise God. And uh, our, our boss is not just the heavenly hef, uh, boss, uh, he's our heavenly father, praise God. And, it, and the blessings will come, he'll pay, uh, he's faithful, praise God. Always be willing to go the extra mile, to do more than is expected uh, of you, there are never any traffic jams on the extra mile. Brian Tracy said that. And, uh, and that's true. Yeah, go the second mile, and you won't have too much competition. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, there's not too many out there. Uh, uh, second mile uh, in your relationship with the Lord. 100%. Worshiping God. Uh, I coming to church. Uh, I, uh, connecting, whatever. Uh, uh, even it's, it's better. The second mile, we, we could say, in this sense, is it, not just connecting. Uh, uh, it's great. Praise God. It's a blessing. Uh, but, but, but come physically to church. Uh, you, you'll be more blessed. Uh, you, you'll pay more attention. You'll receive more. As the Lord leads you, as you have peace in your heart, I realize that. Uh, and that's uh, fine. Uh, but second mile, uh, in service, uh, in, in the church, in your family, in your marriage, as a son to your parents, as a parent to your children, as a wife and a husband uh, uh, to your uh, father-in-law, your mother-in-law, to your dad, to your mom, to your grandma, grandpa, whatever. Uh, uh, second mile mentality. Going extra, doing more than enough, extra for uh, for them, and second mom mentality uh, in, in the local church and service, uh, coming early, uh, staying late, uh, asking the the leadership pastors, uh, uh, what do you need done? Well, uh, well, how can I help? Uh, that, that's second mom mentality. There's not too many people say that. <laughs> and just, uh, uh, I'm here to uh, serve a pastor what you need. And, and you say that, and uh, th- there'll be a list of things we'll have for, uh, things that we need help for in different areas. And so uh, that, that's second mom mentality. Uh, in, in your job, 
coming early, staying late, working uh, uh, throughout the day, being constant, being steady, uh, being unmovable, helping, uh, serving, good attitude, uh, smile on your face, praise God. Uh, Live life like that, uh, and he's uh, righteous. Uh, for your good works, uh, uh, to, re- to give you reward, uh, blessings uh, in every sense. Uh, but that's the way to live life. Go the second mile. That's what Jesus said. And that's, um, that's four little words. Go the second mile. I need a counter. <laughs> and and uh, that'll keep you busy from now to the rapture <laughs> right there. Uh, and uh, you ready to go? Second mile? Amen. Can you all please stand, please? And I want to pray for this church, pray for you guys. Uh, And uh, I I see a lot of second milers out here, praise God. Uh, Church loaded with second milers, ready to run to the well, praise God. Not just walk, not just... Well, I'll get there eventually, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but run to the well. Uh, that, that's, that's, uh, that's the way to live life. It's just, uh, uh, you'll be blessed. But Father God, thank you uh, for this wonderful uh, ministry. Uh, Pastor Bill, uh, Pastor Frenda, uh, Pastor Paul, uh, the, the leadership, Pastor Chase. Uh, thank you, Father God, for, uh, for the vision uh, that as a church uh, uh, loaded with second milers. Running uh, to the vision, running to the uh, to the lost camels, uh, helping uh, take out the the word of the water of salvation uh, to Montgomery, to to Alabama, to the world. Father God, thank you for uh, second mile mentality in all areas of our lives that that we commit to that. We want to run towards that. We want to live like that, Father God. We want to do what Jesus said. We want to go the second mile. Thank you, Father God, uh, for a church of second milers. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Bill, thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to you.